wanted to start this podcast to share hunting stories of my experiences and what I've done over the years. There's so much more that is involved in hunting than just pulling the trigger and killing an animal. We want to be inspirational, educational, but we also want to have a good time and teach you how to have a good time as well. And I have a, uh, a really good friend of mine. His name is Seth Gower. Me and Seth, we, uh, we go way back. And now I can't get rid of you. That's right. I'm like a stray cat. You feed me once, you'll never get rid of me. I want you to know, you can never doubt my friendship because I came to your wedding on a Saturday in October. You don't kill big deer in October. To be fair, you were still shooting a bow tag, so you wouldn't have killed him anyway. Oh, gosh. Yeah, you're right. And I think I'm a better turkey hunter because of our relationship and our friendship. One thing that I learned from you is if they're not coming to you, you go to them, right? I've said it before. I'll say it again. If you're wanting to kill them, it doesn't matter how you want to kill them. You have to be able to adapt to what they want. Welcome to Hunting Day with Stephen Robbins. Now for your host, Stephen Robbins. Hey guys and gals, welcome to another episode of Hunting Day with Stephen Robbins. I'm your host, Stephen Robbins, and I have a, uh, a really good friend of mine. His name is Seth Gower. He's on the show with us today, and the reason I have Seth here is Seth is a diehard turkey hunter. And uh, in a previous episode, we heard from Brody Prudnick, who is also a really experienced diehard turkey hunter. And... Uh, since this is turkey season, I saw no better reason to have another guy that uh, I think is one of the best turkey hunters in the business. And uh, me and Seth, we uh, we go way back. And I got a really funny story about Seth and how we met. Oh, uh, Seth, do you remember this? I do. Oh, all right. So Seth's version may be different than mine, but his is wrong. And uh, mine's right. So we won't even ask him what he thinks. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> So I can remember me and April was traveling down 68, Interstate 68. We were headed back home to Morgantown, West Virginia when we lived there. And some crazy kids come flying by us. And uh, um, they locked up the brakes after they passed our truck because we were all decaled out with a lot of cool stickers. And uh, anybody that likes stickers knows that stickers on your truck make you the coolest. And so Seth thought I was the coolest person he had ever met. And he hadn't even met me yet. So he stops, takes a picture of me. I'm pretty sure he took a picture of me. And uh, next thing you know, he's blowing me up on Facebook. And uh, he, uh, he became one of my best friends. Uh, and still to this day is one of my best friends. Now, Seth, tell me, was that story any what accurate? No, that was wrong. That was wrong. <laughs> All right, let's hear your version. I am kind of curious to hear what you what you got to say. First off, you can't stop on the interstate. That would be wrong, and you'd cause an accident. Oh, okay, I'll give you that. We slowed down slightly. <laughs> But whenever I saw the truck, I saw the MVP outdoor stickers on the side. And I said, I know what that is. And I sat there and thought for a second. I remember on YouTube, I've seen your guys' hunts on there before. And I was like, oh, no kidding. There's like real life people that film and stuff right beside of me. So then, of course, I started waving like a jackass. And then I was like, well, hell, I'm going to message you and say at least knows I was the jackass. Yeah, you did do that. I remember that now. Did yep. not take a picture. I think you took a picture. I think you're wrong, but we'll go with it. <laughs> and then uh, a few weeks later, you guys had just moved to Morgantown. We went and shot both, started hanging out. 
and now I can't get rid of you. That's right. I'm like a stray cat. You feed me once, you'll never get rid of me. That's actually funny. We uh, stray cat actually just adopted us because of Olivia. <laughs> Is she going to become the crazy cat lady now? Uh, no, she hates cats because they like me more than her. She's a dog dog person. Okay. Well, I mean, I get it. I get it. <laughs> so, man, I can I can remember going to the bow shop with you. And you were shooting, what was that brand at the time? It was a subpar inferior bow. I think it was like a Matthews or something, right? And uh, what, what did you end up getting after you got to hang around with someone that knew how to shoot a bow? What did you end up getting? Will you continue with that? How long did I get rid of that bow? I don't care. I, I took you from Matthews and brought you to the Bowtech. I don't care how long you kept Bowtech. I mean, that's like saying a Chevy guy bought a Ford one time realized it was trash and then got rid of it but well if we're if we're being honest i bought a matthews last year <laughs> me a while to turn you but uh, now look at yeah you just you grinded away at me like a like a river rock right took took a while but you finally smoothed me out <laughs> i have heck yeah no nah, that's good stuff buddy all right so I want to talk to you about turkey hunting because you are probably one of the best turkey hunters that I know of and uh, for good reason, right? Not only do you do what you do year after year, but you take people and you introduce them to turkey hunting in a way that it sticks, right? Um, uh, I know Olivia has hunted with you. Um, I know kids, you take youth out and you, you get them on birds and yeah. I got to know, who taught you? My dad. Your dad. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, if you think I kill birds, you haven't met that old man. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, I've been doing it with him for a long time now. And me and him, I mean, he's my hunting partner. I go with him. Anytime I'm not taking someone else, I take him. And uh, hell, I still learn stuff, little tips and tricks. That's something that... That we want to do with this podcast, right, is we want to be educational and inspirational. And I think there's no better person that I could have on right now to give those little tidbits, right? Now, obviously, in the grand scheme of things, we want to know all of it. But maybe there's a veteran turkey hunter out there that's listening right now that, you know, may or may not be looking for that next little that little nugget that can send him over to the, you know, to be that much better. And so I think you're the guy for that, right? Because I thought I knew how to turkey hunt until I met you. And then my world got flipped upside down. And I think I can, and I'm not going to tell you this just so that you can pat yourself on the back, but I've learned a lot from you. And I think I'm a buddy, better turkey hunter because of our relationship and our friendship and some of the things that I've seen you do and some of the things that you've told me that you've done that I've applied in the field. And you know, one thing that I learned from you is if they're not coming to you, you go to them, right? And because of that, I put a really nice public land bird down here in Pennsylvania not too long ago. And uh, a real quick story about that. I belly crawled over 200 yards 
to kill this bird. And uh, so much that I broke my binocular case. I ripped the pockets off of my vest and lost all the game calls that I had in my vest. And I made it, like I said, over 200 yards. I get in the hedgerow, get down in the ditch. And this bird had some hens with him and he wasn't coming to me. So like, like you told me a long time ago, you go to them. And uh, I shot this bird at six yards. And uh, it was probably one of the coolest experiences I've ever had. And probably had I not known you, um, I may or may not have made that hunt happen. So um, kudos to you, Seth, for being uh, my inspiration. (laughs) I've said it before. I'll say it again. If you're wanting to kill them, it doesn't matter how you want to kill them. You have to be able to adapt to what they want. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, Seth, real quick, tell me a little bit about yourself. Tell me about you and who you are. Uh, well, I'm 29. Uh, I grew up in a small town in West Virginia in Kingwood. Uh, I've been a coal miner since I graduated high school in 2011. Uh, my wife's name's Livia. We're actually getting ready to have our first kid here in a couple months. Um, Congratulations. So Thank you someone else that i can teach my ways and hopefully not kill every turkey in the state i was gonna say with three gowers in the state of west virginia hunting will there be will there be any birds left for the rest of us i'm gonna have to broaden my horizon from a few of the counties that i i run around now i make a hundred mile loop roughly to i'm probably gonna have to spread out and maybe hit another state or <laughs> more All right, so I know I've been picking on you a little bit here, and uh, I'm going to pick on you one more time because I think it's important for our viewers to know. How long have you and Olivia been married? You better get this right because I know she's listening. Five years in October. All right. Oh, wait, what was that? What month did you get married? Shut up. You don't kill big deer in October. Oh, oh, that's right. It was the October lull, so y'all decided to get married, and I had I, to miss a day in the tree stand because of that. I want you to know that you you can never doubt my friendship because I came to your wedding on a Saturday in October. That's what I want everybody to know, that I am your friend. <laughs> to be fair, you were still shooting a Botex, so you wouldn't have killed him anyway. Oh, gosh. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> You're right. I'm going to get a crossbow. What are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shoot. All right. So let's get back to talking turkey here. We've had enough fun. I think we've had actually a lot of fun. And uh, what is your favorite way to hunt a turkey? I can't really give you a favorite way. Okay. Every way you chase them, whether it's hunting them off the roost, whether it's reaping, trying to get one struck up midday. I love all of it. I just love the chess game of chasing a turkey. Um, sometimes the more conventional way is setting up and calling them. That bird just doesn't want to play the game, so you have to figure out what makes him tick. I just love hunting them in general, regardless of how I have to do it. Okay. Now, you mentioned reaping, turkey reaping. Explain that to the listener and what that is. All right. You've got a glorified strutter decoy that's only about this thick. Okay. How thick? Uh, yeah. Anyway, they always come with a fake fan. I always rip them off and put a real fan on. Okay. And really, it's find a bird that you've glassed from a ways off, 
if the land lays in a way that you can get around on him, preferably to try to get closer so you don't have to belly crawl for 200 yards. Right. And then, honestly, you just lay down and hold that decoy in front of you and belly crawl towards him. Just try to make him mad to come running at you. Okay. So the the reaping decoy is a little bit smaller than your normal shredder decoy, probably about a foot long, a foot wide, a foot tall, you know, roughly. And then you put a, you put a turkey fan, a gobbler fan on it, and uh, you you crawl to him, and you, your goal is to make him mad, right? And oh, yeah. you want him to come to you and fight you at that point. Um, what's your what's your favorite turkey reaping hunting experience that you've had? Probably one that I reaped last year on opening day. Um, I actually took my dad out opening day. Me and him always hunt opening day together. And I caught him and a bird right off the roost. And uh, he killed it. Well, I told him, I said, it was like 9 o'clock at that time that I'd been seeing some birds strutting out in the fields mid-morning. Didn't really have many hens with them. I said, let's go run around and see if they're out. I said, if they are, we'll be able to get down that road and park and circle around on them. So we're pulling up in there. And sure enough, there's three big strutters out in the field, but now they have two hens with them. So three long beards, two hens. So we let them work across the field. There's a big hump, and they worked over the backside of that hump. We drove down the road, just an old uh, gravel road on this old farm, got parked right there. I jumped out and I had a, uh, I got a root, or sorry, Thompson Center 45 410 pistol. Yeah. Filled and tapped and put a red dot on, and that is the Reaper gun. Okay. So I jumped out, take off around to the top of this hill, get laid down and belly crawl to the top, and I can see him down in the bottom, probably, I don't know. 100 yards yep so i get that reaper up in front of me and i just faint him you just wave him real slow side to side like they're back and forth and that big strutter raised his head up came out of strut and i mean runs at me on a dead run so i'm sitting here going all right once he gets to about 15 or so i'll probably shoot him well once he got to 15 he didn't stop (laughs) he was coming for you he's coming in he's so close that i aim up at him I'm laying flat, yeah. I shoot this bird as he's raising a wing to flog me, and he's 30 inches from my gun barrel. No kidding. So you got a pistol, and uh, I'm sure uh, some listeners uh, remember a, a previous episode that Brent was talking about hunting with a pistol, and so we have our first uh, pistol hunter on the show. I love it. So you shoot this thing with a pistol. Yep, at- 410 pistol. And, uh, tungsten number nine. Oh my goodness! All right, so tell me, what did it look like after you hit him? Dude, he was so close. It was just like you poked your pinky through his head. So close. It didn't even have a chance to open up. That is no, awesome. Like you shot him with a four ten slug. It just the whole in and out. So, have you seen the video of the guy that was reaping turkeys and catches one with his bare hands, grabs it by the neck? That thought did cross my mind. But I, then I thought real quick, I'm probably going to have more than I really want to hold. <laughs> I wish I could have been there to see that. Because um, I've been with you on some pretty cool hunting experiences. They're in the area. So, Seth, that was a pretty cool story. I can only imagine what it would be like to kill a turkey with a pistol at like three feet or less. Um, I thought it was pretty cool killing my turkey at six yards. 
I can only imagine what that would have been like. The adrenaline probably was through the roof. But uh, I do appreciate you and sharing your stories with us here this week. And we are going to end it here. And we are going to come back next week with Seth. And he's going to continue to talk turkey. And we're going to find out more tips and tricks on how we can make everyone out there a better turkey hunter. And keep hunting and doing what God calls you to do. Thank you for listening to Hunting Day with Stephen Robbins. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe. If you'd like to follow, you can find Stephen on Instagram at Stephen Hunt Day and Facebook at Stephen Robbins HD. If you'd like to reach Stephen, you can email him at stephen.huntingday at gmail.com.